Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. There hasn't been a lot of rugby on the TV. Not on my TV anyway, because thanks Sky Sports for not showing the rugby. Thanks Stan Sports for not showing the rugby. It's been YouTube for me. YouTube? I've resorted to three minute clips of YouTube. Oh, village. And sort of, you know, those... I give up. Dodgy pirate. If I can't watch it, I give up. I don't even Leo <laughs> searching. <laughs> We've still kept ourselves abreast. We a pardon <laughs> abreast of the rugby news. Yes, for this we week. have. Of course, we always do. Uh, now, Toby, you've got a message from our supporter. I do. This one comes well, from. Do you like that from our supporter? Like we've only got one. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> from your supporter, not mine. You didn't like me. <laughs> uh, this is from Tony. Tony Atkinson. Uh, Boys, love the pod, but last week you went too far with doing brain surgery on Owen Farrell. Well, we didn't. Well, we do tried it. to save it's him. We, we tried to save him. So no, we didn't really try. We very went hard. too far, didn't we? Well, we, we shouldn't have saved to, him. We went. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sorry, point taken. Uh, he is a good bloke by all accounts. You need to leave him alone for a while. Cheers, boys. Tony. I'm not sure whether Tony's just taken the mick here. Well, I'm he's take gone. It. Can I just say he's gone? He's a good bloke by all accounts. Mm. And mm. I think maybe. You're, you've read may, the fine print there. I like what you've done. And he said, leave him alone for a while. Yeah. So, which means he's fair game and maybe. Well, a week's <laughs> passed. <laughs> so, that's a while. No, I, I do think we took it too far. That's a while. And Pardon? You said we tried to save him. We didn't really try to save him. We, we basically resorted to him giving himself brain surgery. Yes, to try and save himself because he's the best possible person for the job. And I would say I've had it on record, Toby. I'd like to have it on record, Tony, that the amount of times I've said he is a good guy. He is a good bloke. So I've heard. So I've heard, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Tony, I think you're I taking think this to- out of context. Do you know what? I think Tony needs to wind his neck in. I think you're right. Yeah. Tony? The message comes from Toby. If you've got any problems, email him direct. Um, <laughs> and now, then we've got another one from Sadie. Sadie UK. Sadie UK. Tell me more We're about, about Sapphire Blue. Yes, tell me more about Sapphire Blue. So the Blue. story about the Sapphire Blue is a pretty boring story, but we'll go there anyway. We were redecorating <laughs> Toby's flat some time ago. A long time this ago. Was, this was a while ago. Yeah, now, it was, wasn't it? yeah. And sort of, uh, he doesn't own the flat. So, you know, common sense, family man, Damo. Said, Toby, you common sense. You <laughs> have none. <laughs> common sense. Family man Damo. Okay, so goes out there and he says, "Listen, big fella, you want to keep it simple, little grey off white, you know, keep yeah, everyone happy." That. And I said, "No, you I said, want a feature wall." Right. So, so anyway, he wanted a feature wall, so he picked this blue out, 
And you know what it's like when you go to the paint store? This blue was really blue. <laughs> it was like electric blue. It wasn't that blue. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't that blue. It was. It was On the painting, it was definitely, <laughs> it was like a proper in-your-face blue. So anyway, I begrudgingly agreed to help him paint his wall, the sapphire blue. We started painting it. It actually looked real nice. No, but you you started painting it and you were like, oh, I'm not sure about this. And then it dried and you were like, That's wow, actually really nice. Yeah. Good choice, Dave. And you were like, yeah, it's not quite the same as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more electric. <laughs> more in I'm your a, face. I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> Oh, so I that's mean, the sapphire blue. But you can just imagine, Toby, you know, here's me, you know, as I say, common sense, family man, keep it simple. And then there's Toby who would have painted it. Oh, yeah, you could, you would have you would have been happily to paint it the Lamborghini green, which is the same colour as your car. Beautiful colour. <laughs> Stunning, some would say. Others would not, say disgusting. Not, not many. <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way, there's lots of uh, vault, voxel courses around, yeah? There's lots yep, of them. There in is. fact, there's, you set out Thousands. there in th- millions. Yes. Right? One of a kind. No, I, I've <laughs> there seen is another one. More. There I've is seen one another more. one. There is one I tell you what, it's a head turner. <laughs> For all the wrong. Men, Ooh. women yes. are attracted to it, are attracted to me being in it. No, I get no, out no. of the car. And then everything falls apart. All I've got to say is... Including the car. It's a head-turner because they want to work out which Muppet decided that they'd buy that <laughs> no, car's colour. they're turning their head the other way so that I have to see <laughs> Anyway, those yes. are our messages from our supporters. Breaking news, Damo. No, 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 oh, no. Because they've got a sharing well, is caring. Why don't you put it in, man? Sharing put is caring. Put it on caring. the script. Listen, don't be that guy. These are our supporters. First up. Oh, I've got some as well. Sorry, I've got <laughs> some too. <laughs> can I just say, first up, we've got Ryan Sims and Ben Affleck. Oh. Yeah, not bad, that. We know both of them quite well. We do. We've got David Haylett again. Uh, Rory Hamish. Thank you all for that. And, goes without saying, we had John Telferson, who's retweeted every week on the money. But Good big night. news. Yes. We Breaking news, as some would say. Yeah. We did a poll. Marty Banks versus Stephen Donald. Yeah. Marty Banks replied. Yes, he did. <laughs> How good's that? Good How on you, Marty good. Banks. So, hey, listen. I'm excited. So I'm excited. Uh, so that's all the ones from me, mate. Okay, so I've only got one because uh, Instagram is going off. Uh, well, I only got a comment, though. I don't, I don't think I got it. No, a, you can say yeah, it's fine. Okay, well, that's the Razzler Dazzler. Oh, good on the Razzler yes. Dazzler. So I've got a few likes, though. Actually, how many likes did we get? Oh, we only got seven. <laughs> we only got seven likes. And two of them are from Briggs. Oh, there you go. So really five. Yes. <laughs> so if you could like, subscribe, and share, that'd be much appreciated. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But now it's time. No, but I want to know who won. No, we're going to go. Well, do you want me to announce I, it now? I want, to, I want you to announce it now. All right. So our first... Rugby Hall of Fame, Super Rugby Podcast Hall of Fame was the Fly Halves, and it was a draw. Oh, what? It was a draw. 50%. But we're going to give it to Stephen Donald. Are we? And the reason why is because Marty Banks said he'd give it to Stephen. So he, he is the deciding factor. He's the deciding factor. I like that. Plus, I may, I may have then pushed it out to a number of people in rugby clubs that would vote for Marty. So, so you, I engineered a draw and kind of... Wow. So in a way you cheated. I did. Okay. And I wasn't going to tell you, but you just if I did. won. Right. But I didn't, so I'm going to tell you. Wow. So there you go, mate. Marty so Banks, So you've been though, that guy, Marty Banks. What a guy. Almost as good as Stephen Donald. Do you reckon he listens to us now? No. No, neither Doubt do it. I. Nope. Doubt it. But if he does, Marty, we're G'day. big fans. G'day, bud. In fact, we had a little conversation, didn't we, saying... Did- I would be more nervous about meeting or more excited about meeting Marty Banks than I would Bowden Barrett. Oh, yes. We did say that, didn't we? 100%. Yeah. 100%, mate. Breaking news. Kindly supported by the wonderful website, rugby website. Why did you cut me off? 
Oh, well, you say one, I say the okay, other. Okay, well, you go then. Far All right, on. Super Rugby XV website where you can get anything you want. The other day, I was looking for a Christmas present for my wonderful wife. Yeah, she was really interested in some nice gloves. So oh. I had a look on the rugby website, Super Rugby XV. Didn't find any, but I, I found a whole load of other things. You got, um, didn't you get insurance or something for it? Mortgage, yeah. mate, from there. How good's that? It's amazing, isn't it? Super XV. They top, go out of their way. Top notch. Top, top notch. notch. Your first story, big fella. Lamape. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> Literally took the breath out of your lungs. Lamape. This is, a, this is an interesting story, really, isn't it? Very so interesting. Gonna, I've, got, I've got a few stories about this, actually. Okay, you, you explain it so our, our listeners really get a deep dive into this. So, I haven't read it. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, Lamape obviously played for New Zealand. He did, yes. Played for the All Black. Uh, we all know that. Um, born in Tonga. Was he born in Tonga? I think he was born in Tonga, and that's why nah, it's he mum, can. I think mum. Oh, it was his mum. Yeah, I've read it. Oh, have you read it? <laughs> well, that's the problem with you putting... See, I've done all the other ones, which are good. <laughs> Very good. Anyway, do you want to go through this one then? No, I don't. No, he, he basically he gets it through his mum, I believe. Right, and he's he's already said he'd be up for playing yeah, for them so in the World Cup. Yeah, and he because of the three down three year stand down period, he'll be able he to didn't do that. Play the season, he's just just going to qualify to be available for the World Cup. Happy days, brilliant. Happy days, and and now if I'm a Scotland, Wales, Italy, I'm really worried. I'm really worried because he's not going to be the only one. You know, Charles Piatau, yeah. uh, Fiki Toa. Israel Folau. Israel and now Lamape. That's a pretty exciting backline. Well, I don't think all of them are for Tonga, are they? I think maybe Israel is for Samoa. No, Tonga. They're all for Tonga, all those boys. The boys. So, hey, listen. Kepu. You listen to it here first. Oh, via Fafita. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gee. They're going to be They're going to be good. <laughs> Which pool is Tonga in? <laughs> it would be quite good to bring up now. Now that the new rule has come in, which, like, you know, which are the underdogs now? I've got another one from Lamape, though. So, um, it's sort of talks about Lamape being unfortunate and not being sort of a, a starter, yes. but his impact that he brought to the team. Yes. And it this one stuck to me as well. You know, oh, sorry. The All Black coaches wanted this amazing person who could kick off both feet, who had, you know, almost a second pivot. Yeah. What did you want? Kind of player. I want Lamape. Yeah, but I want what? a raw dime. I want someone who can break the line. I wanted a wrecking ball, offload. I wanted a wrecking ball. I wanted aggression. I wanted him to punch more holes in England's defence. Yep. Then a hole than, puncher. Then a hole puncher. That's good from you. Cheers, bud. Sharp. But it says here in this article, they were all said about Ma'anonu once upon a time. Yep. He turned out pretty good, didn't he? He did. You know, and to be fair to him, he almost he got knocked off that starting spot by Sonny Bill Williams, but he fought his way back. Are you talking about Manono? Talk about Manono. Wow, I didn't know that really. I thought, yeah. If you think about yeah, it, though, Sonny yeah, Bill no, came no, into no. the team oh, and he yeah. was, con- you know, consistently starting. Yeah, Lamarpe for me was just poorly managed and and, and poorly coached because Definitely. he could kick, he could run, he yeah. could tackle, but his positioning at times was diabolical. It was weird, eh? And I think that if they'd they'd basically said to him, you're just a wrecking ball and we want something that's more. So therefore at times he didn't want to be the wrecking ball. I also think that maybe he was inconsistently coached. So one coach, Hurricanes, Dumtree, so Plumtree, yeah. was telling you've him one thing. Listen, you've got to get that right. He, he, he might it's be just listening. The slip of the tongue. He might be listening. Slip of the t- if he is... We're going, we're going places, but we're <laughs> He's not, not listening, so we're not going anywhere. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you know, one coach could be telling him one thing, yeah, and then another coach could be telling him another thing, 
And then yeah. when he actually does come to play, this it's would, a mixture this is, of the two. This which is, is going to be great. great video. If you could just see what Toby's <laughs> just done, <here. laughs> it was impressive. I was diving into a swimming pool, <laughs> but so I, this article sort of spoke about Geordie Barrett. Now, Geordie Barrett has come out and said, while I was in quarantine for two weeks, which is a long time, being by yourself, he had thought about playing 12. Geordie? Geordie Barrett playing at 12. Now, it says, (laughs) to put it simply, (laughs) Barrett wants to play second five, probably could play second five. In this era where stars seem to call their own shots, he will inevitably inevitably end up playing second five. He'll play second five. He's like a Sonny Bill Williams. If you think about it, he's tall. He's pretty quick, pretty powerful. And can he offload? He can offload. He can offload. He has played he's in the centres before. He's got great kicking game. Yep. So has he, has he been in quarantine? He's been sort of having a few tequilas and he's gone few fuzzy. I don't want to be a fullback anymore. But the thing is, is, you know, there's no one to compliment Rico. I think that the word compliment is very important yeah. because... You, you don't know, want to outshine Rico because he's a star on his own. No, 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 no. No, you want to be a different player yes, than Rico. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. You don't so want to... David Harvilli, I really like at 12. I think he's a great 12, but he's not... He doesn't compliment Rico. No. So then who does he compliment? Well, no one, because we don't have a big ball carrier. No. So therefore, if you're going to play Rico at 13, and I think you have to because of what he brings, which is absolutely electric speed, and he can score from anywhere. You've got to play him at 13. You have to. So therefore, you have to find a 12 that's going to work with him. Well, the the, the it'd be perfect if Rico was there, Matanonu was still there. Correct. They would complement each other fantastically. Matanonu would put him into space, but, but, I think but then La, it'd be the other way round. I think Lamarpe, if he had been coached well and said, listen, your job is to get over the game line and then second, third and fourth phase off that, we're going to go quickly around the corner yeah. and put Rico on the outsides. Yeah. Or Will Jordan. Using, using, our, using our double pivot fullback. That would, that would have made some sense. That would have made some sense. Mate, you're making sense. Don't do that. I am making sense. I wish I was making pounds and dollars, mate. Okay, so this again is a reason why Fozzie, Fozzie has to go. Because Fozzie has come out and he said, it's not just Fozzie, actually, it's Sam Kane. He's come out and he said, listen, the way forward is pick and goes. Yeah, I know. That's a shocked look that you give me. So the All Blacks are resorting to the way forward in their attacking play is to do more pick and goes. Because um, they were very effective against France. I don't think we did many no, pick they and did. goes. There was a moment in the second half where they got lots of go forward from the pick and goes. Oh, and yeah. they're looking back at the footage and saying, well, that was way more effective than we than anything else we were doing. So therefore, it's the way forward. What a load of pap. I think there's a time and a place for a pick and go. Yeah, you shouldn't really centre your whole attacking structures around pick and goes. But also, why are they publicising it if they think it's going to be the next big oh, thing? Just because they've got no ideas. They've literally got no ideas. They've run out of them. So they were really, really looking at the third quarter in the French test. The All Blacks ran a set piece play that involved Sam Kane peeling off the line out mall and looking. To for options inside and outside and they're talking that it was the relentless pick and go from that and it was I remember watching yeah, to it to be thinking, fair it was good but this this goes back to if New Zealand want to beat the box France England on regular on a regular basis not one-offs they have to win the physical battle and at the moment they're not winning the physical battle and they're not winning the line-out battle either. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> right, okay. So the th- you've you've said we need to try and beat them on a regular basis. No, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is... They need if to we... try and beat us on a regular no, 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 basis. No, no, and that's no, the thing. You're, you're not listening. I am right listening no. and I'm just agree- disagreeing. Because I'm, I'm talking about World Cup. Yep. If we win and played France, yep. uh, England, and the Springboks... Three games in a row. 
we would lose one of those games. 100%. Yep. Do we you not think, back it up. Do you not think one of those other three would lose as well? I I would think that they're someone like a Springboks yep. are less likely to lose against three top nations than we are at the moment. I think you're wrong. Well, there you go. They lost to England. Yeah, no, no, I'm just yep. saying, in a they World Cup, with all their players, good preparation, not the end of a season, all of those things, I think they've got the running game. Yeah, but 2019, they lost. All right, God. They lost to us, didn't they? They did. And then, yeah. then they went on. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So, And we lost to England. Yes. And England lost in the final. They did. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get your point. But um, what I'm trying to say is we used to, we, we, we've gone years and years where we were head and shoulders above yes, everyone else. Yes, no. Yeah, I get what you mean. And sorry. Yeah. We could no, afford, I'm not sorry, but I do get what you mean. We could afford to have a, a little blip and yes. still get away with it. Yep. My point is now is we don't. We, we, we can't we, afford we've, it. We've got to play really well to beat all of those teams. Yes. And I think it's unrealistic for us to expect to have, you know, four exceptional games in a row to be able to win the World Cup at We're the moment. In, yeah, at the moment. It yeah. would be a more luck than skill, I think, at the moment. Right. Arguably God, you for, hate argu- the All Blacks at the moment. <laughs> arguably, for Why? Any, arguably for any team in the world at the moment, if you were to say England are head and shoulders, they're not. France aren't. Springboks aren't. There's no one. Aren't. There's no one. There's a, almost a handful of teams that are at the top. That's right. And if you look at the standings and the numbers in those standings, God knows how they bloody figure that out. Yeah. But they do. Yeah. And there's not many points. Normally, no. New Zealand are a big chunk ahead. Correct. And and, and that goes back to this, you know. If or they, if South they're Africa and New Zealand are close and then there's a gap. If they're resorting to thinking about picking goes... Yeah then we are in serious, serious trouble because that is not the issue. The issue is we do not have big enough ball carriers. We're not physically as strong as opposition and we've got no midfield that really offers threat. That is our, those are our issues. Yeah, We've still got great players, but we can't pick the right players to work with each other is the issue. Yeah, And we still don't know who... And I'd say this is the same for England as well. We still do not know where our players are going to play. No, we don't. And that is a problem moving forward. It's a problem for us. It's a problem for England. It's That's always been a problem but, for Scotland but, and Wales because they don't really ever have a fully settled squad. No. But i tell you one team that's got a fully settled squad would be Australia and South Africa. Probably France too. Probably France, correct. And the thing is, is that, you know, You've hit the nail on the head. You've got Geordie Barrett talking about playing 12. 12. Yeah, and he hasn't played 12 since he was at school. Well, there you go. Or at Canterbury, at least, anyway, and doing NPC stuff. Right, mate. My next story is about tries. Now, I was scrolling down this website page. Was it from Super XV Rugby website? It was. (laughs) (laughs) And... It came across and I saw that Max Wright has scored the fastest ever try in the European rugby. Okay. How, so that's how, the European it's Cup gonna or be, European th- something. It's going to be three seconds. Well, that's that's no, unrealistic. Four, four seconds. But, well, you can't though, can you? No, because he'd be breaking world records there, wouldn't he? Yes. He would be. He would be. So let me just. Let me just I'm going to go yeah. seven seconds. Well, you're wrong. So, so the fastest ever try in European rugby, yeah, okay, uh, is eleven seconds. So he shaved four seconds off the previous best mark. Okay. So then that sort of got me thinking. Wow, what about other competitions? So then I went down and I looked at Super Rugby, the fastest um, demo. Yeah, I reckon that's going to be six, six, seven seconds. 12. Ooh. So 12 seconds. Because you're surely going to get someone from a kickoff, right? For the Highlanders against the Crusaders. Who scored it? Gittin. Uh Vula. <laughs> someone. <laughs> he 2001. Was, he was fast. 2001. He was fast. I can was tell he? you that. Yeah. Okay. And then I looked at Premiership Rugby. Yeah. And the best 
the previous best was well, sorry, until recently was sixty-seven seconds. Sixty-seven seconds. Yep, that's rubbish. It was, and then Nick White, an Australian, yes, uh, scored in twenty-five seconds. Still rubbish. I agree. I agree. So then I kept on looking and I looked at junior level. So this is the junior world championships. You okay. have done some serious I research have. there. I'm and, impressed. Are you okay? And are you okay? It says seven seconds. Yes, that's more like it. Now that's not official, unfortunately. That was just so a dad with a stopwatch. It. Can't take it. Anyway, so then I looked at international, and this was uh, John Leslie or something. John Leslie for Scotland. John Leslie for Scotland. There you go. From the kickoff. Against well. Wales. Yep. In the six nations. In the last in the five ever nations. five nations. Oh, yes. Uh, was less than 10 seconds. So there you go. That's the international. And then, the coming back to the original... Story, according to Guinness World Records, the fastest ever try is from Doncaster Knights. Donny Knights, yeah, we watched them live. Great yes, play. we did, we didn't did, we? Yeah, together. I forgot that we watched Pretty good it together. Stadium, actually, it was a lovely stadium. Yeah, um, good pie and chips. Seven mushy point peas. Don't like mushy peas. No, listen. All I'm saying is good pie and chips. Oh, and mushy peas. Mushy or mushy? Mushy, isn't it? Mate, I think it's mushy because nah, they're mushed peas, up, aren't mate, they? Mushy. They're not they're mushed, being mushed up. No, nah, they're mushed up. It's mush, isn't it? it? You and I are mush, mush, mushy peas, mushy peas. I'm mm. learning something. Anyway, seven every, point every two days a learning day. Times. Every day is good. Seven point two four world record. Yep. Now, Damo, <laughs> lend me your ear, okay. That sort of got me looking on the Guinness World Records page at oh, rugby, yeah, at rugby things. <laughs> this is going in a direction I never thought of. <laughs> now, I found some records that we could potentially beat. Oh, yeah. go for it, mate. So just listen in. The most consecutive rugby ball passes was 279. We're doing that tomorrow. Now, listen, listen. here are the rules. Oh. Each travelled pass has to be five metres. Yeah, got that. On Easy. that all day. Yeah, on that all day. And has to be backwards. So we have to be running up and down a pitch. Yeah, I've oh, got that. Easy peasy. Now, Damo, I found another one. Okay, most rugby passes in one minute. One minute. Now, I don't think this has to be backwards. Okay, how many? 98. That's good. In one minute. Now, is that... By Drew Mitchell and Matt Gitto. And I'm guessing that's over. I don't know. We I need to watch that video to see how they've done it. Now... I'd be right up for this, by the way. No, I, I missed I, out. I, I'm, not, fu- I'm not joking. No, I know. I I'm saw right it and I was this. like, right, we're going to do it. We have to do it. <laughs> I'm going to take Mitchell and Gitto <laughs> down to Chinatown and show them some kung fu moves. No, so the the other one was from uh, some people in Newport. So they're not they're not international, but we do... They did have a licensed, a licensed rugby referee. To make sure that they... So if we can do it... Goldie... If we can do it. Mr. Archer? No. Oh, come on. Mate. The Lord. Mate, why are we speaking about him? Because. Don't need to. Fastest hat trick. I missed it. Fastest hat trick actually happened in the Rugby World Cup. Who got that? Cosbus. Cobus. Cobus. Cobus Reiner? Yeah, Cobus Reiner. For South Africa? Yeah. Scrum off. 20 minutes and six seconds. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That must have been against some minnows. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, my next story. How it's, good it's, was that, though? They're brilliant, mate. We're, we're doing, we're doing something. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I do have another one, though. Another story? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. carry on. All right, Chris Ashton. He's made five league appearances for Worcester. He's got five le- Oh, he's, five he's league. He's made Sorry. five appearances, and he's leaving. So... Just to give you a little bit of background, 
Chris Ashton last played for the England team in 2019. And he's literally, from that point, he's played for three clubs and only ever played like two games before he gets injured and gets moved on. So my question to you is, is Chris Ashton a missed opportunity for England or or not? I didn't like him. Good player, though. Was he, though? He always did that massive swan dive, which I hated. Very English. Very English. Salt into the wounds. Very much so. Uh, Quick. I I saw him play against England for the Barbarians. Oh, he shredded them up, didn't he? he? absolutely wiped the floor. That's where I really enjoyed him playing. (laughs) (laughs) So I think he's a big, massive missed opportunity. Is he a missed opportunity, though, or is he just a journeyman? Just he gets injured, he'll move on. Gets injured, move on. I don't think he would consistently play for England because he'd be injured. He's a bit like Toilangi at the moment. Yeah, maybe. Never plays because he's injured. It'd gets be, half a game, gets injured. Bye. It'd be very, very interesting to see where he goes next and whether or not... I think he wants to be closer to home. And he, but I think, where does he live? He lives... Yeah, where is home? At, uh, sort of uh, the Northampton. I think he lives near the Northampton. Yes, so he lives in Northampton and he's found it challenging to go all the way to Worcester. So I think it's more of he's probably been injured, but he's actually probably enjoyed being injured because it means he hasn't had to travel as much. He's kind of been things. there, done that as well, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's got a few T-shirts, got a few He tries. would have been a good All Black because he was a very, very good finisher. Very, very good finisher. He just didn't, I don't think he got enough the, enough of the ball. No, maybe not. Mate, your last story? Maybe not. Yeah, where is it? I just here. Um so mine's mine's sort of going on the TMO. Yeah. So you've you've spoken about it, you harp on about it, you know, day in, day out. And it's going back to giving the referees and the touchies it sort of touches on the touchies. <laughs> you know, it goes on about the touchies. Yeah. Not really needed to do a job. You know, they're just sort of there to put up a flag when it goes out. No, that's absolute rubbish. No, but, you know, that that's what they're saying here. Yeah. I mean, they're helped with the scrums and obviously the line-outs and things like that and they're offsides. Forward, I mean, I think the, tier, the, I think that the uh, touchies do a lot more than people give them credit for. No, well, I, I disagree. I disagree. When... Okay. When it goes back to being to a try, the TMO does it all. The referee no, no, doesn't I, have I, I the guts. I understand that, right? Or I understand the touches that, don't have the guts to go. I think it, I definitely think it's a try. I Give think it. I think you're right in that respect. That when it's a try, no one's uh, not man enough is a, is the wrong phrase, but you know, sort of strong enough to sit there and say, "Well, I think it's a try. Let's call it a try," and then actually the TMO can check it. So I don't, I don't really understand why the referees stop the game, get the ref, get the TMO to check it. If they think it's a try, they should say it's a try. Yeah. Then they should go back and kick it. And if they've made a big blunder, then the TMO should say, "Hang on, stop there. It wasn't a try. Watch this." I just think this needs. I mean, I you know what I think. I think they shouldn't call it at all. It should be the captains. But you know, the, there's three officials on the field. If six eyeballs can't make the right call then it can't be that big a deal yeah. so I think it should be as I've said on numerous occasions which everyone listening to this podcast will be bored about the referee and his touchy should make the decision on the field and only the captain from the respective team can challenge that decision and that's when the TMO gets involved agreed agreed Come on, World Rugby, get it sorted. Yeah. Because it would be far, far more enjoyable watching a rugby game that didn't last but 20, it's, 30 it's, minutes longer than it needs to. But the thing is, it, it's not going to change. Football have got VAR, so rugby are going to be like, well, we need to be up with technology as well. Well, no, rugby are up with the technology, but what it would be doing is it would be speeding the game up. I think they use it poorly. Rugby is a game that they are forever trying to tweak to make more appealing to spectators 
who are watching on TV, right? Do you agree with that? Every year there's rules for safety, for keeping the ball in play, for all these things, right? So, TM- but safety-wise, that's not good for spectators. No, true, <laughs> but 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 what my point is no, is I they know, want to limit. They want to limit scrums. They want to do all these things by limiting the amount of time referees take to make decisions would be a good thing for everyone concerned. Yeah, it's time for the results. It is, mate. It is. You can go through these because, in all honesty. Do you want to do the first one for me? <laughs> Harlequins had a close win, uh, 20 points to 18 who, against who Olympiakos. Oh, well done, Olympiakos, yes. La uh, Rochelle. Yep. Uh, good side. Convincing win, 2013 to Glasgow Warriors. Munster beat Wasps, uh, 35-14. So that's sort of Wasps Ireland against... in this game. But they were in this game for a long they? time. They were in this game for a long time, yeah. You can see that uh, in reality, I think it was 7-13 in the first half, and then they got the next they got the next points, so it was 13-14. Right, and then, and then Munster took Munster over. Went, yeah. Connacht were really impressive win, 36-9 to start the Francais. Ospreys lost to Sale Sharks, 21-13. Exeter Chiefs absolutely marmalised Montpellier. 42-6. Bristol Bears, uh, well, sorry, Scarlets conceded to Bristol, so that means they won 28-0. I'm guessing that's for COVID. It is for COVID, yeah. yeah. We've got Ulster beating Clermont 29-23. Leicester Tigers keep their winning uh, ways going against Bordeaux, 16-13. Leinster, absolutely smashing. Guess who? Bath. Bath. <laughs> 45-20. Although Bath scored a couple of tries. Whoa, 31-13 at halftime. Gutted. Uh, and then Cardiff lost. Cardiff Rugby lost to Stud Toulouse, uh, 39-7. Now, I didn't watch any of these games live because of the ridiculousness of rugby being broadcast in one country, which is the UK. But things that caught my eye was Bristol's 28-0. Well done, Bristol. The only way you can win is to get a COVID. Uh, But I I do know that Bristol were pretty gutted because with potentially this Omicron variant coming in, potentially they might not have fans in stadiums. This was a home match for Bristol. It was sold out, so they lost a lot of money. That's a shame for them, actually, isn't it? A lot it? of money. Yeah. I think it came very, very late, so therefore they also had to pay all their staff and all mm. those things as well. Uh, the other one was Montpellier versus Exeter. So we saw that a lot of the French team struggled. But we know why. Because the French just don't care when they travel away Exactly. From yeah, they play their B team. You know, they don't care about these sort of inter continental or not intercontinental but you know European championships they're keen on the big money which is their own premiership really isn't it I think their own competition yeah, their own uh, top 14 yeah it's, it's interesting though isn't it because you know we have seen La Rochelle we have seen Russing do well in this competition yes. recently yeah. but it does seem like certain teams and Montpellier being one of them that really just don't care um, at times about when they're playing some of these competitions. I think they probably think, well, we're not going to win it anyway, so we just won't bother. And we'll try and focus on, as you say, staying up as high as, staying in as high a position as possible in the league. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting, Exeter Chiefs are in first place, Russing are right there as well. <laughs> They've all only and played one game. <laughs> Leinster. Oh, I'll tell, I tell you an interesting thing. Um, uh, Kiwi guy, Lowe. Yep. Right, James Lowe. Mm-hmm. He plays for Leinster. Yep. And he's made a comment recently that he wants to be like the Crusaders. Hated. He said he hates the Crusaders because they're so good. They yep. dominate. It's boring hearing. And he wants Leinster to be the same. The they're thing, well on the way, if I'm honest. Well, I think Leicester are on the way of doing that as well. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they've got a long way to go to be up with the Crusaders' standards, aren't they? I think, Historically. Yeah, I mean, Leinster have already got that little bit of kind of royalty about them. 
but they're not they've not been nearly as consistent have no. they no. mate so, yeah, Bristol mate top of the uh, top of B league as well well done to Bristol they haven't even played a game that's how good they are they don't even play a game B league and they are well group B group B they're not, they're not top they are they're no, top they're second they're mate on top, points mate. difference they're look God. right mate Listeners' questions. Love listeners' questions. Definitely. We've got two good ones. Do we? Are you reading both? I'll read the first one out. All right. If you want. You go for it, mate. Do I want to read the first one out? (laughs) (laughs) You read this one out, all right? Or or do you want to bumble it, fumble it out? (laughs) No, do you know what? It's like you're catching a It's like you're catching a game of rugby. You just bumble it and fumble it. Actually, you know when we said we're going to do that? World record attempts. I'd catch my hundred and whatever. Not sure about you. I'm giving up. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to say it. You go, bud. <laughs> no, it's all nah, yours, mate. Nah, mate. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Well, I'm, I'm happy Why to pause. That guy? I'm happy to pause. I've just got my wife and kids at home. It's fine, <laughs> lads. <laughs> chuffed that you read out my question and gave such a thorough answer. Cheers for that. This is from Simon. Simon, yeah. Which rugby player... You're a bit, you're a bit nervous. Yeah, oh, I am. Yeah. Sorry, I've, I've, I've stopped your flow. Go on. Don't make a mistake. <laughs> which, which rugby player would you trust to keep your deepest and darkest secrets? And which ones... Oh. Which, <laughs> which, did you like what I did there? You like no. what I did there? No. And which ones do you think would give up the info most easily? Now, Simon will know that Toby missed the extreme interrogation part <laughs> under extreme interrogation. No, I just think deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. In general. He reckons Bryn Hall yeah. would cave real quick. And Marco Vonopola would take it to his grave. He looks like a gravestone already. All I've got to say is Marco, all I'd do with Marco is go, right, do you want this bag of, do you want this box? Do you want this bag of sweeties? <laughs> no. Yes, I'll tell no, you sorry. everything. Would you like this bucket of chicken? <laughs> if mate, you tell me, mate. I will give it to you. He is a massive KFC fan. Is he? Aren't we all? But he is a massive one. I and I tell. would just Anything. You wouldn't even need to torture him. You just say, listen, I'll, I'll give you all this chicken. You tell me. He's Who a, do you think, He's a though? talker. Who do you think? Who do you think would be good? Owen Farrell. Whoa. <laughs> Who's brown nose? <laughs> I think he would be. I think he's you, a man of his are word. Are you brown nosing Tony? Tony Brown? No. <laughs> 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 no, Tony Atkinson. <laughs> oh, good old Tony, uh, the Tonester. Um, no, honestly, I think I think Owen Farrell. You know, he'd be tough to break down. Village. Plus, you can't understand what he says anyway. So, village, your village. Uh, this is coming from a Kiwi. I reckon either Brian O'Driscoll or Sam Kane. Mm, that's a good one, yeah. Sam Kane. Potentially Richie McCaw because he doesn't speak. Yeah, no, I 100% agree, Richie McCall. He just doesn't speak. It's because he's socially inept. You can't say that either. It's oh, the great Lord Richie. <laughs> Honestly, Sir Lord I, he, Richie. He, and I've met him on numerous occasions. Richie McCall, wonderful individual. Inept. And I don't think he's... Socially as, inept. I don't think he's socially inept at all. At all. Great guy. Socially, uh, just a bit like. Just because he doesn't. I've heard he's a really good guy as well. Just because he doesn't want to go out and sink a hundred beers, doesn't I've mean. I've heard different stories about him. Have you? Yeah, I have. Saying he likes a beer or two. I'll or tell you off air. Off air. Uh, I'm going to add to that. Who am I going to add? I honestly think on Farrell. Tough, tough. He is proper tough. He is, yeah, yeah. He's tough. tough. Who else is really, really tough? I'm going to say Elowen Jones. You yes, can get nothing yes. from Elowen Jones, are I you? was also going to say um, uh, the lock used to play for Ireland, very tall, obviously, bald head, looked like an absolute gremlin. What's his name? Lock. <sighs> looks like a gremlin. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to look it up. You keep going with whatever you're oh, going to say. Oh, you mean read here? No, no, no. No. I'm thinking um, 
Bucky Sporter as well. One, because anyone interrogating him wouldn't interrogate him because they'd be so scared for their own life. He'd be inter- he'd rip them to shreds. He would. So who would give it up real quick? Finlay Christie, no chance. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. <laughs> Aaron Smith, <laughs> I'll send you a picture. <laughs> just come this way into the uh, toilets. Just come this way. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, scrum halves would be tougher to break than I think we think. Paul, is it Paul? Paul O'Donnell. Paul, o, is it Paul O'Donnell? Yeah, he he's ginger here, mate. No, it's not Paul O'Donnell. Then this is a good, oh, good story by you. Look, yeah, Paul O'Donnell. Yeah, r- yeah. Sorry, so young I, so Paul O'Donnell had hair. So I was right. Old. Can Paul, we just confirm? Is it Paul O'Donnell? It's definitely not Paul O'Donnell. It's Connolly. Paul O'Connolly. <laughs> O'Donnell. <laughs> O'Connor. Oh, nice, yeah, Connolly. That's the one I was thinking of, yes, though. Yeah, okay, there you, you go. See. Fine, happy, happy, happy. All right, okay. Hello, lads. The feeling in the bit of Leicester Tigers ground where I sit is that Steve Borthwick and the team, and team, as in coaching team, will most likely probably be offered the England job after the next World Cup. Reasons. England will underperform in a crucial World Cup game. Thank you, Eddie. Kevin Sinfield's defence will be as good as Sean Edwards at Wales and France. Steve has improved Leicester. There's undoubtedly. Should I enjoy the good times while they last, or do you think the RFU will offer Eddie the job again? Good to hear your New Zealand Tainted views. I would tar- thoroughly agree with you about tainted views. And that's from Sean. Sean O? Sean O. Um, they need to get rid of Eddie. There's, I don't think there's any chance that Eddie nope. Jones will be employed. If he is employed, it might be for a year afterwards to, to hand over the baton. Even if he wins the World Cup, I don't think Eddie Jones will Agreed. stay. Agreed. But do I think he win the World Cup? Maybe, maybe. Do I think they'll replace him with with the big fella? And well, with Steve. With Steve. I, I don't think you can right now. No, no, I mean I mean after World Cup. Oh, right. It depends how Leicester Tigers go. No, they're going great. Yep. They're not gonna, it's not going to change. The only thing that might change we'll is with, see. with uh, Ford going. We'll see. That might make yeah. a difference, but they look great. Who are they bringing? Oh, they're bringing in Pollard. what's his name? Yeah, so Pollard. it's not not a bad, it's not a bad, not sub, a bad replacement, a, not a bad sub. But uh, Steve, I think the only issue with Steve is that he's kind of similar to Eddie, but I think he's just slightly nicer. But he's just as intense. He dots his eyes and crosses his T's but, like Eddie. But the thing is, is that England obviously need that to perform well. Yeah, I mean, undoubtedly, Steve Borthwick and his team have done amazing things. Kevin Sinfield being defence coach. You know, I'm still not sold on that. But I would say, I would say about Kevin Sinfield, I, he's one of the, the most respected yeah. people in rugby at the moment because of what he does on and off the field. So what he did on the field and what he's currently doing off the field. For those that don't know, Kevin Sinfield runs marathons to raise money for his friends, um, MND. Yeah, motor neuron uh, disorder. Motor neuron disorder. So he is a hell of a guy, and I think he just commands respect wherever he goes. So when he says something, you listen. So I get that. But I'd like to see a bit more of his coaching. How good is his coaching? Obviously, he's doing a pretty good job. Right, mate. Well, do we think that that Steve? I think he is the next. He's the next. He's the next uh, cab off the rank. He is. He is. Honestly, I don't know too much about it anyway. Uh, so, my question to you, Damo: What's your favourite halftime treat? So, I've written down a few things just to sort of jog your memory because I know it's quite old. I've got lollies. I've got the oranges. I've got water. I've got sports trip. Oh, hang on! <laughs> I you see your last talk- one. I no, I, haven't, I I thought you were talking about when I'm watching rugby. Nah, nah, no. Nah. When, when I'm you, playing. You play. Have you seen my last? No, mate. <laughs> Hang on. Oh. 
I'll get rid of that, eh? Yeah, no, don't put that on the show. (laughs) 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 All right, my halftime treat, Lolly's Oranges Water Sports Drink. I'm definitely up for a sports drink. Right. And I could smash down lollies at any time. Yeah. Uh, Oranges. Used to love the orange. I used to love the orange, right? And I used to love... Chewing into the orange so it was a mouth guard. Did, you, did everyone <laughs> yeah, do that? 100%. Everyone did that, didn't 100%. they? I thought it was just me, and I used to love then smile at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I still do. <laughs> so, but but the honest truth is, I didn't eat before a game. I didn't eat before a game. I'd eat um, massive meal in the morning. Mm. Uh, sorry, massive meal the night before. Right, and I'd try and be real lean. And that I only found that out late late in my career, really, that my body didn't work well with food inside at playing rugby. Right. So you know the old, I'll cook you a fry up. <sighs> Love to fry up, but I yeah. played like an absolute dog like a slug. Yeah. Okay. So what about if you're watching rugby? Oh, <clears throat> well, I go. I mean, take your pick, really. But uh, it's got to be like burger, eh? burger chips, fish and chips. Fish and chips, probably, I'd have Love over a, a burger fish and chip. chips. Yeah. Got to be hot. Yeah, it's got to be hot. Got to warm the soul up. Right, mate, your question to me. All right, Tobes, everyone wants to know this at the moment. Do they, though? Yeah, they do. It's this time of year, Tobes. List your top Christmas gift ideas for rugby fans. Now, if people are listening to this podcast, they're either crazy or they like rugby. Or they're deaf. And maybe they want to get their sons, their daughters, their wives, their friends into the great game of rugby. And one way they could do that is to get them an absolute Bobby Dazzler of a something about rugby. What would you buy them? Or what would you recommend them going to buy? So, you know, everyone sort of goes, I'll buy them a shirt. Rugby shirt? Yeah, rugby shirt. I would like a rugby jersey, like a, a jumper. Old school. An old school jersey, but all, like kind of what you're wearing right now, sir. Oh, kind of. I do like, <laughs> I do like, like it. It's a, it's a, oh, oh. <laughs> double dip. Uh, I've gone yeah. double all blacks. Double all blacks. You're double a rugby fan. certainly am. <laughs> Don't wink at the camera. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> That's my best Turn me on a little bit, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, w- I would go that, sort of almost like a raincoat would you, would you go, or a hat. Oh. You know, like a beanie. <laughs> love a good beanie. I love a beanie. Bobble beanie as well. Yep, bobble right. beanie. Listen, I, I'm I'm there with you. But then, if you're almost, you know, wanting a sentimental something, a shirt, framed shirt is signed. lovely. Yeah, signed. Would you, you know, go even for the... even buying tickets potentially to a match, whether it be an international or a provincial match? I've list, I've listed here framed shirt training tech so anything so if it's a kid and he's into rugby training tech like, like a rugby ball rugby balls sort of half a ball bounce back ball bounce back ball, ball. boots warm hat yeah uh i tell you a good one some really really good gloves oh real village. good gloves mate what to play in nah oh to watch good in. good yeah i like that but okay. my top one is a stadium tour. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. Just go and watch a game and then walk around afterwards. No, no, it's nothing like a stadium tour. I don't want to look where they get changed. Hang around for a while. <laughs> Might see a thing or two. <laughs> right, what's our finisher? Our finisher is our next inductee. <laughs> Into the hall, the Super Rugby Podcast Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. <laughs> where anyone that makes it won't be listening to this podcast. Where everyone makes it, breaks it. All right, so we were going to pick our nines. Yes. Now, I've got two. Uh, so do I. I think one of them is yours. <laughs> okay. I've actually got three oh. because I'm going to cover New Zealand and outside. Right, Okay. So okay. it was I'll, agreed that you would go first, yes. and then I'm pretty sure you may choose the one that I may have gone for. But okay, you, yeah, I've I'm just going to throw a couple of names out here. Okay, one of them is Mio Mayo Boomfer, Justin Marshall. Oh, 
You've gone for Justin oh, Marshall. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. There's also another one, Byron Kelleher. <laughs> oh, no way, Jose. <laughs> or Tanaka. Oh, Tanaka. Yeah. Okay, I'm very confident now that I'm going to absolutely wipe the floor with you. So out of those ones, who are you going to go for? I'm going to go for me, oh my, oh boomfa, Justin Marshall. Justin Marshall. Okay, so funnily enough, I picked Justin Marshall also. Right, okay. And I'm going to mention a couple of reasons why. Gore High School. So he grew up down south. Village. Okay. That makes him disgusting. He went to Christchurch Boys High School. He's played for Leeds Tykes, Offsprays, Montpellier and Saracens overseas. He's played for Southland and Canterbury, the Crusaders and New Zealand. 81 appearances for New Zealand. But the reason why I considered him, but have now decided not to put him through, is because he has the slowest pass. <laughs> he has the slowest pass of a halfback. You know what He's I not used particularly to... fast. No. Right, but he overachieved, overachieved, overachieved. massive. And that's I, why he's a legend. I love. That's why I love him. That's why he's a legend. But what also, he, what was he good at? Oh, he was Not, good at the dive pass. Oh, okay, he was back and, of the scrum. Know, he diving looked good pass. doing it as well, oh, didn't he? Here, I mean, but, he looked got kind of weird, but he looked good. He's it was gotten, all well. Do you know what? Well, do you know he's gotten better since he stopped playing. Me oh my oh bumfa. That's his that's I, his I think he's brilliant, but I'm knocking him out of the park with my next one. Perry Weepu. Oh, oh. you're right. Oh man. <laughs> you're you so right. And the reason why oh, is because you're joking. he's a fat lad done well. He's a fatty, yes. He's a fat lad done well. He carried the All Blacks through the two thousand and eleven Rugby World Cup. He was one seventy eight centimetres tall, but ninety six kgs heavy. Which actually to be fair, Justin Marshall was one seventy nine and ninety five. He's a big unit as well. But I'm sure Perry Weepu now is tipping the scales at significantly more. <laughs> but yeah, he carried the All Blacks yeah. through that. That when Dan Carter went down and no one could kick, Perry Weepu decided that he was going to kick. Kicked us through in the final. Not so good. Not so good in the final. Not so good in the final. Pushed got to him. Absolute but, yeah. legend. And he tried to go overseas and basically couldn't hack it. Went come back. He was still went to playing. the East Coast, mate. He went went to Wairapa Bush, played oh, 2017 yeah. in the Wairapa Bush, eight appearances. So, I'm really sorry, but I think Petty Weepu is going to blow Justin Marshall oh, out the water. I totally this week. agree. I totally agree. I'm really disappointed in yourself. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. But here's one: if we weren't going for New Zealand, who I'd go for? Remembering, I'm not saying he's the best scrum half ever, but there's a good little story there. Austin Healy. Austin Healy played at fullback, fly up, on the wing, and at nine. He's a journeyman. He was an exceptional player. He ended up playing 51 games for England, not many at them, not many of them, at nine. And that was his position. He was so such a good utility player. Well, there you go. He's a real funny guy. And I think he kind of underachieved, really. If he had have been... So the opposite to Justin Marshall. The opposite of Justin Marshall. Anyone strictly come dancing. Class. So, anyway, I'm going to put Pearly Weepu through. You're going to put... Justin Marshall. There you go. So please go over to Twitter. Make sure you vote uh, so we don't have a locking of the horns like we did last week. <laughs> I really look forward to watching a little bit more of the Premiership this week, Tobes. Is it back? Hope it's back. Not quite sure, but I'm pretty sure it is back. It's been good, hasn't it? What can people do to help us and support uh, like, us? Like, share, subscribe. Some exciting news, Tobes, is I'm in the process of starting a Patreon page where our supporters, if they want, can pay us to keep good content coming. When I say good, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> It's but some of our supporters have actually asked, would we start a Patreon page? Oh, wow. Because they enjoy it so much. Oh, and that's then nice, isn't others it? have not mentioned it, so well, we'll leave it up. Exactly. But you can. there's going to be different scales to go from, and we will do some additional content for them. Excellent. Almost, may, like, an, almost like an OnlyFans, 
Do you know what OnlyFans is? No. Right. It's like Billy No Mates. No. OnlyFans is where good-looking people post explicit images and videos, explicit content on the internet, and people then pay to subscribe to that. So maybe, Damien. How much do maybe you get? They How much get, do you get? Oh, loads. Hundreds and, hundreds and thousands a month. Really? Yep. So if you and I, maybe we... Little little hug or a little kiss. Maybe we could sell that on the internet, mate. No what chance. What do you think? No chance. Oh. I'm really sorry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel a little bit threatened at work. <laughs> if only I was HR, getting paid. HR. <laughs> You're just going to ring HR department. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> As always, it's been a real pleasure. Definitely. So until next week, we can't wait. I can't wait till next week. Well, I don't think we can do it next week. We might have to take a few weeks off. Next week, or we could do it a different day because next week is my birthday. (gasps) Well, we have to do it a different day. Yeah. Could you do it on Monday? Could do it on Monday, yeah. That's good. We're at a, we're at a business meeting right now as well. Yes, so we've, we you've met the HR department and we've just had a business meeting. Love it. <laughs> and marketing. <laughs> so until next week. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.